Thursday, March 23rd. When Job's three friends heard, each one came to comfort him. They sat down with him on the ground seven days and seven nights, and no one spoke a word to him, for they saw that his grief was very great. Job 2, 11-13. The Lord said, My wrath aroused against you and your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. My servant Job shall pray for you, for I will accept him. Job 42.7-8 What can we learn from Job 4? Hearing of Job's calamity, three of Job's friends come to visit him. They mean well, wanting to help. Stunned by what they see, they cannot say a word. Poor Job, all he had now completely gone. Silently empathizing, they sit with him on the ground for seven days. Job finally breaks out impassionately, cursing the day he was born. Their minds too have been racing. Why has this tragedy stricken our friend? What horrendous thing could he have done? Eliphaz speaks, bringing experience to bear upon the problem. I have seen, he said, the innocent do not suffer. Job replies by exclaiming, eloquent in his agony, What have I done to you, O watcher of men? Bildad is next with pious platitudes, proverbs and appeals to tradition. Feeling innocent, Job replies, longing for a mediator. So far speaks, accusing Job. Job rebuts him, and the debate goes on, hotter and hotter until at last they stop but not having understood the problem. It has only gotten worse. A young man steps in, respectful, wanting to help. Finally, God enters the picture and brings Job to take his rightful place in humility before him. Job then prays for his friends who had so hurt him by their charges. The end result is enormous blessing. A silent hug is often far greater comfort than well-meant words. Suspicion leading to speculative accusation is never helpful. If you do speak, first quietly ask God to help you speak on his behalf. Be sure you speak the truth and speak humbly, loving. Eugene P. Vedder, Jr.